going. So, Graham, what should we open the podcast with? You know, I kind of like put the the little thing before the joke, maybe, and then I hit the theme song. Do you got any yeah, good some jokes? Kind of intro. Oh yeah, like the joke before the intro. Yeah, yeah. You got any jokes? Um. <laughs> knock knock. Who's there? I don't know. I don't know who. I don't know either. That that was that was pretty terrible. That was pretty we bad. We shouldn't use that. Okay. Um, my eight-year-old cousin gave me a good one the other day. Okay. Do you want to hear my my construction joke? Okay. I'm still working on it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh. I find that I find it to be really funny. <laughs> Anyways, that was pretty good. Yeah, uh, the mind of an eight-year-old. Hmm? Speaking of eight-year-olds, <laughs> brothers. <laughs> yeah. So. Right. I guess we should officially welcome everybody. Yeah. Okay. Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome to. That was really loud. I'm probably gonna blow my mic out on that. I gotta. Let's start again. <clears throat> Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Velvet Room review. Uh, this week we're talking about Brothers: A Tale of Two Sons. Uh, my name's Matt. I'm here with my good friend, Graham. Hello. And Graham, what did you think about Brothers? So, um, it was a lot darker than I expected. Mm. That's mm-hmm. that's like my biggest takeaway from it. Is that it's like, like we control into two brothers at the same time with the joysticks. That was cool and stuff. But like, I was expecting this kind of standard fantasy romp. And it went a lot darker places than I thought it would. Mm-hmm. You said you were playing with a controller? Yeah. Because you played on the PC, right? Mm-hmm. Mm, okay. I was wondering how, how it would control on the PC. Because with a controller, it's kind of... Um, it's part of the game's charm, almost? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if you can play it with a mouse and keyboard. Oh, interesting. Hmm. It might be a controller-only game. Oh, okay. That makes sense, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This was actually my second time playing through the game. I played it um, back in 2014, I think. Um, so really, a lot of the impact was lost on me. But um, it's um, it's messed up. <laughs> this game yeah, is messed there's, up. <laughs> there's a lot of really dark and gruesome things that it makes you do, and it's I like from this so it starts out and at the boy at his mother's grave and it shows like the mother dying in the storm and it's like oh okay this is this is a dark start yeah but, but then it's that's like like that's like standard anything you know oh there's a death in the family okay yeah got it oh no we gotta save dad got it um but I mean bury, burying your recently deceased brother Oh. Yeah. yeah, I had a moment where I was like, like, I got control of the character again. It was like, oh, the game's actually going to make me do this. They make you do it. And they make you do it in the slowest way possible. 
and you could actually if you you hold down like the trigger which is like the interact button mm -hmm. you would actually break down and cry oh really yeah oh i didn't do that oh man <laughs> yeah it was yeah and like chopping off limbs of giants and like prying away the fingers of the troll so that he fell into the pit and pulling off the legs of the spider lady. Did you um did you save that man? Uh which man? The man that was oh, trying to Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like That's your laugh. I think I think that was the moment that I was like, Oh my goodness, what on earth is going on? Because, yeah, I, I managed to save him, but I was, uh, that was, like, I don't even know. It was so dark. Yeah, that's when, like, the game, you know, um, shows you it's not messing around. Yeah. And, because, uh, like, I remember, I, I remember it very clearly from the first time I played the game, that when I did it, after I had, like, gone through and realized what I had done... I felt terrible. I'm like, I wish I hadn't done it because this whole, like basically this man is trying to hang himself and you are, are able to stop him if you act quickly enough. But then mm -hmm. you realize that his house is burned down. And his family died and that's why he was killing himself. And it's just like, Oh man, did I do the right thing? Almost. I mean, obviously yes, but at the same time, it's just like, uh, I, I don't blame the man. His whole yep. family just died, so. There was actually, if you, there's a path right by the house there. I don't know if you did that, if you did an achievements run. But you can actually go into the house a little bit mm -hmm. and pick up the music box mm -hmm. and bring it to him. And then he, you help bury his family. Mm. Yeah, I, I had done that in my original run, but not in the second run through that I did. Um, but I, so I've forgotten that you had buried the family. Hmm. Mm -hmm. But that's like the, that was like the first time it really spiked in like, oh, this is dark. Because before it's like, oh, you're running through the forest and you meet this troll and then you go through these caves and whatnot. Um, it was kind of still that, you know, fantasy yeah. tale, like a fairy tale almost. Yeah. You know? It wouldn't have felt out of place if it was like a Lego game. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, and uh, up until that point. And then this kind of goes downhill from there, almost. Yeah. Not not downhill in a bad way, but downhill, downhill, downhill in a thematic way, if you will. Yeah, everything starts getting progressively darker. Mm -hmm. Did you um? Did you suspect the uh the girl at all um i figured that she was leading them into a trap okay um mostly when like she started flirting with the one main character mm -hmm. um i figured that was oh this doesn't seem right <laughs> um it oh it wasn't until like they went into the tunnel that i figured that like so. I really figured it out. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, that was also fairly dark. Mm -hmm. I mean, it kind of fits 
to be honest, it kind of fits the whole fairy tale vibe because fairy tales are fairly dark in general. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I really like that that segment, like that boss battle. Um, as scary as it is, it's also fun. Like it was fun rolling around in the ball and and ripping her limbs off. <laughs> yeah. Well, though, after you rip so many limbs off. She no longer attacks you. Yeah, and like the music's, the music's really intense at first, but then it kind of gets a little somber because she's just limping around on one leg. Yeah, and then I'm like, okay, can I leave now? But mm. nope, you had to, you had to finish the job. Yeah, finish what you started. Kind of reminded me of Limbo in that sense. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and. It was interesting that the fact that it didn't have a happy ending. Like it did and it didn't. Yeah, I like it, they could have went worse, right? It could have went bad, real bad, but they at least kind of give you like you you succeed in your quest. Basically the quest is your dad is sick, so you need to go find this mythical tree that uh will heal him, or like it's nectar uh, or something like that. And you succeed in that quest, you get that nectar, and you bring it home, and you save your dad. But at the end of the game, you know, you're sitting while you're you're mourning over your dead mother and your dead brother, and your dad just starts weeping. Mm-hmm. And it's like, this is both, you know, equal parts sad, but also equal parts not as sad as it could be. You know, because you could go back and, oh, the dad de- is dead. You're late. You're too late. You know, that yeah. would have been just, ugh. I would have, I would have thought, I, or I was thinking that because it never showed him going back up to get more water, I thought he was going to get back home and then find out that he Forgot. didn't bring any water. That'd be which would have been. That's some Game of Thrones stuff right there. <laughs> Just like uh, make you feel bad for the sake of feeling bad. But mm-hmm. how did you? Um, did you like the fact that there was no dialogue or no at least legible, legible, not legible, but understandable dialogue? I think it pulled it off. Um, I think, yeah, it was, it was fairly clear for the most part, what was planning, what we like was going on. Mm-hmm. The, the section with the troll with him, like telling you, oh, go into the caves. I thought, okay, goodbye troll. I didn't realize that we were going to save his wife. Mm-hmm. Um, but and but aside from that, the gestures and oh, actually, the very first like character you meet aside from the father and the doctor is that guy who's blocking you from going across the bridge. Mm-hmm. And that I didn't understand at first because I was like, is there a reason that we can't go in the village? Is he just being a jerk? That that confused me at first. Yeah, and there are a couple instances where I found I didn't know necessarily what I was supposed to be doing um, or what I had to do. I mean, not that it stumped me for very long, but I mean, it's overall, it's a very, I'll call it a simple game. Um, and I think that works to its advantage. But there was one moment where you uh, and your brother fall in the river, and um, 
the the younger character has a phobia of, of water because he was present when his mother mother drowned. So that's kind of a theme throughout the game. Um, mm-hmm. But I I didn't realize I was supposed to cling to the other brother even even though I had played the game before. So like we were just kind of like swimming down the the stream and there's like floating things in the river. So I thought oh maybe I gotta grab onto those and then I died and had to restart again. Um, Stuff like that, where it's just like, am I doing the right thing here? I'm not 100% certain. Mm-hmm. It's difficult to convey that sometimes without putting text on the screen. Exactly. Which, you know, I'm glad they didn't, I suppose, because that would really have been um, jarring. It kind of would have broken with the vision of what they were trying to do. Yeah. I, I think Brothers, um, as, as a... As as it stands, is a very good um, example of the artistic value games have. Um, And the fact that literally almost anybody can pick up the controller and play this game because there's the joysticks and the buttons, and that's it. And um, anybody can do that and experience the artistic nature of the game. Uh, It's not, you know, I, I don't know that I would call it fun, in that sense, you know, it's not like most, you know, the, the typical game people think of. Uh, it's just, you're shooting zombies. It's for fun. It's not art. Which it may be true, but this is, you know, proof in the pudding that, you know, video games as a, as a medium for artistic expression is legitimate. You know, it's a... Uh, yeah. And that's what I think... That's why I like it so much. I don't necessarily know that I like it for the gameplay, <laughs> but for what it um, can, can, can convey to somebody who's never played a video game before, or somebody who has played lots of video games, but not nothing like Brothers before. Yeah, it definitely has that... Like, it, first of all, it's a very pretty game, mm-hmm. and it also, but it also has that... Um, it tells a story and it makes you emotionally connected to the characters through the physicality of controlling them mm-hmm. um, in a way that you, you not, might not necessarily get the same way with another non-physical medium. Mm-hmm. I, I do wish they had done a little bit more um, with the brothers. Like, I wish there would have been more interaction outside of scripted moments. Um, or like cinematics, like maybe like if you bump into each other, they kind of like, t- you know, get a little bit angry, or maybe the older brother like messes the hair of the younger brother or something like that. Yeah. Because um, I found like there wasn't really a lot of connection between the brothers unless something uh, actiony happened um, previous to the, you know, interaction. But. Yeah, in like a cutscene that you couldn't control kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So maybe some sort of interaction that you could control between the brothers. Maybe like a secret handshake or something. You know, something silly like that to be like, oh, these... (laughs) Something fun and innocent almost. There was almost a little bit of that in the... um, There's benches scattered Mm -hmm. all around the world. Mm -hmm. And you can have both brothers sit down on the bench and just kind of sit for a little bit. Yeah, that's true. And and there were moments where if you sat, you both sat at the bench, um, the brothers would interact together, which which is true. But I just kind of wish they had done a little bit more of it to to 
bring that, you know, brotherly connection together. Mm-hmm. But um, I actually had um, uh, in this in the, in the section where we, when you're in the caves with the the wife troll or whatnot, um, mm-hmm. I had it glitch out on me, so I actually had to skip that section. It was really oh, frustrating. No. Yeah. Um, right after you save her, there's like a moment where you have to walk past the gate. Um, where she's standing, and as soon as I walked past it, she and the gate disappeared, and then I couldn't move any further forward, and uh, I like reset my console, loaded it up, did it all over again, and it just wouldn't work. Um, so I didn't know what was up with that, but likely because I had beat it before, I was able to chapter select over to the next chapter. So, yeah. But it was still kind of disappointing. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of jarring. Mm-hmm. But other than that... Um, I I I don't know about the you play on the computer right sorry the play, uh, the PC. Mm-hmm. Um, I found there a lot to be a lot of um, what's that term? There was a lot of graphical issues. Uh, okay. At least in the loading, uh, like the textures took a long time to load in. I mean that's a very pro- common problem with lots of games, especially on the PS3. But uh, it was jarring sometimes, uh, mm-hmm. like like a full five to ten seconds before everything loaded in properly. I can only remember one time of that happening, mm-hmm. and I think it was after I died, mm. and everything had to reload. But for mm-hmm. the most part, I had a surprisingly seamless experience on PC. Do you have a very good PC that you play with or no? I mean, I have my gaming PC through school. It's a gaming <laughs> laptop. Oh, okay. Through school? Yeah. They gave you? Yeah. A, they gave you one? Well, I pay for it. Oh, got it. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Um. One thing I really appreciated about Brothers, and um, I really appreciate just in, uh, about game, some games in general, is they really have a good sense of the scale of the world, and the level design helps to in, um, represent that scale. There'd be lots of times where you're going through the level, and the camera will pan kind of in a different way, and you'll see where you used to be. And to me, like I love stuff like that. Um, just the the reusing of assets to to show progression, but also show like how huge this world is. The camera was really good in this game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, overall, it was really good at framing and like there were only a few instances where I had to manually control it. Yeah, and they do the nice thing that if you if there is an object in front of the brothers and and the camera. The brothers are illuminated, so you can always see where you are, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, which was nice. I did get quite frustrated though with the jumping mechanic. <laughs> I don't know if you had jumping? any. Yeah, like um, the climbing and jumping to the next thing. I don't know yeah. if you had any issues. Like you had to, you have to hold the button, to, like the interact button, to climb. Oh, that. And then you need to. Okay. Move the stick a little bit so that your character reaches to the side or up wherever he wants to jump. Then you have to let go of the button and then re and then repress the button so that he'll grab the next section. And there were many times when I just, I guess I did it either too fast or not fast enough, and I just fell to my death. Yeah. Like, at least half a dozen times it happened, and it was really frustrating. That is, that happened to me a couple times too, and it. It is pretty frustrating. Um, with the control scheme they were using, there wasn't really another way around it. 
Yeah. Well, the thing is, like, when you were, if you were running, right, as one of the brothers, and there's a gap between two platforms, as long as you're running towards that platform, you'll just jump. You don't need to hit the interact button. So I don't know why they didn't just use that logic for climbing, where you just hold up and you'll jump. You know what I mean? That would have been nice, I suppose, yeah. But I get that they're trying to make it feel a little more interactive, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. But it is a fairly complex action. It, it is. It's also just really... Um, maybe it's too... too exact of a measurement. I don't know. I felt like I would I would like release and tap, and maybe that was too fast. Um, like you know, kind of like flick your finger off and then reapply it. But I don't know. It, it just wasn't. It was frustrating at points. But um, mm -hmm. I mean, overall the platforming was was great. My favorite part of the game, I think, is when you tie yourself together and then you can swing like a pendulum up to different uh, footholds and whatnot. Um, I really like that because you could you could swing yourself high enough that you could like skip uh, a foothold here or there so you can kind of like make your own path almost yeah, that section was a lot of fun yeah it was and just the the physics of it as well like I did I did one instance where um, I got the younger brother up and walking and then I had the other brother just dangling off the edge and I and I let go and then the younger brother started to be pulled backwards. I'm like, oh no! And I, oh, yeah? And I, yeah, I just tested it to see what would happen. But I didn't know if he would. I don't know if he would finally go off the edge or not. I like grabbed back onto the vines or whatever before he fell. But it was just kind of fun the way the physics worked with that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So one section of the game that I found really fantastic. Um, like probably my favorite part of the game is right in the ending when he has when the younger brother has to cross water mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, and after the brothers died so that you like so every other time you had to use the the older brother to cross water and the younger brother goes on his back and you always had to be um, the, the the two triggers the left and the right trigger were each like each brother right and in order to cross the water you had as the younger brother you had to hold down the older brother's button and that was like a super powerful mechanics as metaphor moment for me mm -hmm. i i i agree that was like really impactful um i i if I remember correctly, when you hold down the button, like your controller vibrates. I might be wrong, but I feel like it <laughs> vibrates a little bit, yeah. um, which was nice because like it's that you know that reminder that you you're doing something that's impactful, and then your brother swims. Um, I wish a that they had not used the mom, the mom's ghost as like the precursor to that scene, because right before you hit that section, your mom's ghost shows up. I thought it would be more touching if it was your brother's ghost or even both. Mm, yeah. But, I mean, whatever. I wish they had done more instances, and I can't remember any, where you had, um, you, like, you actually had to enter the water and then get out to cross the path, and, like, the, the little brother needed the big brother. The only instances I remember are, like, I've 
you've fallen in water. Right? Uh, and now, there's that. Um, and maybe right I'm at wrong. the beginning, actually. Uh, oh, okay. When the guy's blocking the bridge. I'm pretty sure you have to cross the river under the bridge. Oh, okay. So, there you go. Um, which is nice that it's a, a beginning and then an ending. Um, but I think like if it had been the thing where you had done it so many times, it's like, oh, it's need the brother to help cross the water again. Like it's more of that what I was talking about before, that connection between the two, like that yeah. they re like he really depends on his brother to to move forward. That that metaphor at the end would be even more powerful of just like, oh man, I don't help my brother anymore. I have to do this by myself. Which it, I mean, it was still there, obviously, but. Yeah, it it could have been more impactful if they, if they maybe focused on that more. But... Yeah, yeah. And and but maybe they maybe they wanted it to be subtle. I don't know. That's that was probably one of their design choices. Yeah, because I had it took me a little while to figure out mm -hmm. that I had to use electric. Yeah, for... yeah. So. Yeah, um, I have to say, like it was um. It was a, I mean, it was a it was a decent length game. It was about three or four hours, I would say. Yeah. But uh, I don't know if it's because I've played it before, but I don't really got much else to say. <laughs> um. I didn't I didn't relieve too much of an impact on me the second time around. Um. Well, I have I have one another thing I could add. For, go for um, it. Well, one thing I found was interesting is that it laid out all of these different things in the world mm, the trolls yeah. and the 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 giants battle and the um the spire lady all the, all these different or the cult all these things and then never like i wanted to know more almost yeah like i wanted to know like what was the battle of the giants although if i think about it I probably wouldn't care. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it was because, like, something like Pillars of Eternity, and they front load all this knowledge about these wars, and it's like, I don't really care about it yet. But to kind of experience it first made me almost want to know more about it. Yeah. And, um, I mean, that was a nice feature of the game where they kind of each level they had you know a different segment of of creatures or races you know like the trolls the giants i i love the giants it's like mm -hmm. just the concept of like these massive creatures and we're just we're just trying to get around them so we can move on with our lives you know we can save our dad and like we're so tiny compared to these giant monsters or giant men and we're just oh we'll cut off his leg whatever <laughs> Yeah, and uh, and I really like the um the snow uh the not the snow town but the town full of uh, snow and that invisible ice monster. Oh yeah. Like because it, it was it was so I don't know I kind of find it beautiful in a way like every person that used to live there was just snow and they don't talk about why that happened. Um, all you see is the army outside the city, and then everybody inside the city is just snow. And it's like, oh, did, um, 
you know, did the monster do all this by himself, or is the monster just living here now because there's no people and it's this perfect climate? Like, what happened to this city? But mm -hmm. I think you're right. I think it's probably for the best that it doesn't really delve too much into it because you're just kind of walking through, you know? Yeah. It's not your goal. Mm-hmm. I think it. I think it would probably take away from uh, the the experience really, because um, because you are playing for such a short time, you don't want more time being devoted to things that are really nothing more than um, a set piece to play out the scene that they want to play out. Mm-hmm. But. I just have one other question that I can think of. Okay. And that's when the spider girl was being strung up by the cult. Mm. Why was she like not turning into a spider? That's a good question. That's the kind of thing like afterwards I was like, well, why did we have, she's a spider and like she could turn into a spider and all that. Huh. Maybe I mean, it's hard to know because there's no dialogue or exposition, but maybe she thought, if I turn into a spider, they'll just kill me? I'm not sure. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, that whole section there where like you had to pretend to be that, that god creature was kind of mm -hmm. strange. Like, man, these guys are really idiots. <laughs> <laughs> to believing that uh, that this god is just two boys in blood. <laughs> yeah. But... Cool. All in all, um, I mean, definitely worth a play. I'm sure it's probably pretty cheap now. It came out over five, almost five years ago now. Yeah, I've seen it on for like two dollars. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was yeah, it was definitely a neat game to play and a neat use of mechanics as metaphor and of unconventional control schemes. Mm -hmm. On the scale of Chie to Kanji, I'd give it a solid Yosuke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sure, I'll I'll put it there too. We we still haven't established our scale. I mean, for me. Yeah. All I know about my scale is it's Chie, then Yosuke, and then everybody else in between them, and then Kanji. <laughs> I might give it like a Teddy. Okay. I, I would put a Teddy just above a Yosuke. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> really? Probably. I didn't You're find... not as big a fan of Yosuke as Teddy? It's not that I'm not a big, as big of a fan of Yosuke. It's just um, I didn't feel like he had a really impactful story necessarily um like much like Chie and his were just very much like we're your friend and like oh i got this one thing but it's not i mean his was a bit more serious than Chie's, but i mean i just see yosuke as like the cool best friend right who doesn't really have any issue interesting issues to to deal with or or quirks that make me really like him and i think yosuke actually out of all of them, I would say is probably the only one with any flaws, except maybe Teddy, <laughs> of like, 
he's kind of a womanizer in a way, but whereas like somebody like Kanji, no flaws at all, he's perfect. <laughs> I would say it's Chie, Yosuke, Teddy, Risei, Naoto, Yo, uh, Yukiko, Kanji. Is that all of them? Yeah. Is there a seven? Yeah. Unless you want to throw Dojima and Nanako in there. And then it's Kanji Nanako, but... It's tough, yeah. Tough scale. It is. It is. You know it's funny, Graham. I was um, on our last podcast. We had complained about using using the uh, rating system, like the number numerical rating system for games. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what we did in Grim Fandango. <laughs> yeah, did we? Yeah, we did. You gave it a six out of ten, and I think I gave it like a seven or eight out of ten. <laughs> yeah. Oops. Yeah. Oh well. Well, now we have our new new exactly. rating system. I mean, do you do you agree with this? So it's, it's this this rating system. Yeah, like it's Chie, Yosuke, uh, Teddy. Tough. I mean, Rise and Naoto, I think, are interchangeable for me. What, what yeah. would you? What would your scale be? Let's go with that. Um. Hmm. Teddy. Um. Oh, Teddy's at the bottom, eh? Teddy's at the bottom. I'm sorry, I'm not. I'm not that big of a fan of Teddy. Okay, I gotta I gotta write this down. Okay. Um, <laughs> so it'd probably Teddy. be Teddy, and then you um Teddy Chie Yosuke um Yukiko Rise Naoto Kanji. I I spell Yukiko Yakiko. There's no C in Yukiko. Uh, Rise. Maybe you put Nato pretty high there. Maybe. It's so hard because they're actually like. They're all really solid. Like, Yukiko, Rise, Nato are kind of on the same level for me. Yep, yep. It, but like, it, it, the, the bottom three are definitely Teddy. Chie and Yasuke. Okay, how about this? I suggest we put Chie at the bottom. Okay. Then Teddy. Then Yosuke. And then uh, Rise. Mm-hmm. And then mm, Yukiko or Naoto? Naoto, Yukiko kanji and if something's real special we give it a uh, nanako something that's so good that we can't ever be mean to it yeah is a is a nanako yeah okay i like that scale (laughs) so chie teddy chie no chie teddy chie teddy yosuke rise naoto yukiko kanji Okay. So I would give this game a solid uh, Yosuke. Yeah, uh, I'd give it a Yosuke. It's not, like, bad in any sense. It's, like, just kind of decent, but it shows off that. 
Now here's That's a question. Exciting. Here's a question. Are we going to rate games based on this scale of good to bad to good or most like the character, right? Because this game I think would work well with a Yosuke, right? It's it's fun, it's inviting, I would say, but also it's got like a kind of a dark story going on with death, dark story about death, yeah. right? But something we like try to relate it to that. <laughs> or should we just leave it bad to good? <laughs> or oh. good to great? Well, because now we're doing it. Now we're just not doing a one to ten scale. We're doing right. one to seven scale. Right. What would be the opposite of an, a Nanako? Right below a Chie. King Moron. <laughs> or like. Uh, what's the most annoying character in the game? Probably that fox. <laughs> the fox. <laughs> All right, the fox is going to be, like, totally worthless. <laughs> okay. Okay. I, 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 I like this scale. It's, yeah, it, we'll, we'll go with it. It's, it's you know, at a nine, basically. But that's good. We'll have the we'll have the good to great scale, which is the Chie to Kanji. We'll have the really bad, don't play it, fox. And then the really good, nothing bad to say, Nanako. Yeah. Because, like, Brothers is not a bad game by any stretch of the imagination. Certainly not. But I, I wouldn't say it's, like... It's not, like, the must-play game of 2014. No. And I mean, like, I, I don't know that it holds up as well as... Like, I mean, we we just came off of playing Edith Finch, right? I think Edith Finch is a better game, both gameplay-wise and... Um, story-wise than Brothers, right? So I don't know that... It, yeah. Maybe at the time, it would have been a Nato. <laughs> now it's just a Yosuke. <laughs> I like this. I like it a lot. Mm -hmm. I like how we... I've been talking for 10 minutes probably about Persona characters in our yeah, it, Brothers review. About 10 minutes, I think. <laughs> about a third of the podcast. Okie <laughs> doke. I hate yeah. that fox, man. That stupid fox. I maybe used this. I don't think I ever used his healing. Um, I definitely used his healing, but it's so freaking expensive. And the only way yeah. to get it lower is to do his stupid quests. Yeah, I didn't finish those. And why is the fox talking or not talking? Why is it not talking? Why is it? Why is it like intelligent enough to communicate with me, but not in the form of speech? You know what I mean? Why does it have mystical properties? How can it go into the TV world? It's a freaking animal. Does it have shadows? These are the things I want to know. What's with the the handkerchief on its neck? These are the questions that keep you up? Every single night. And then Kanji calms me. <laughs> <laughs> On that note. <laughs> Until next time, Graham. Yeah, see ya. All right, thanks everybody for listening. <laughs> <laughs>